Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of This My Bourbon Podcast. I'm your host, Perry, and with me this week is the boys from Tell Me I'm Wrong. The boys, boys are back in town. In person. In person. This in is the, person. This is the first like big guest episode I've done in person since the pandemic. Is that a fat joke? <laughs> if it is, I'm talking about myself. You said big guest. I mean, I'm just saying. We're, he's just he's just emphasizing the clout that we bring. Look, oh. we I I went to Keeneland this past weekend, and we parked downhill from the entrance, <laughs> and I was walking up with my sister, and I was breathing heavily. And she that was, hill is deceiving. Well, it, it, is, is. it is. But she was like, "Are you okay?" I was like, "No, it's fine. I just gained a lot of weight since the pandemic." <laughs> just, you are a hard worker. <laughs> I mean, you broke a sweat setting up our bikes. So. <laughs> and that's not a comment on Perry. That's a comment on how hard he works in the heat of the house when we first came in. Uh, the house was cold. We it are. Was cold. It was sixty-six degrees. We're recording <laughs> at my house. It's so. very comfortable. Right and now, I, I remember asking Perry, "Do you need help?" No. I didn't offer anymore. Yeah. <laughs> None of us really offered except for Ryan. And that's just because all I did was move my spot on the couch to a different spot. That's about all I offered to do. I've moved progressively closer to you. And there's, a, it's I, mostly because my headphones don't reach very far. I'm at the end. I can't move anymore. I know. Like, I, I might just push you right out of your car door. This is an armor. <laughs> so, Perry's been awfully close to just giving you face kisses. <laughs> All this is telling me is that Josh really needs to go ahead and build the podcast studio. All this is telling me is if you didn't listen and pay for the Patreon, you really missed out on some yeah. good If you want to spend good, a good, good five bucks. It's worth it. I <laughs> promise. This is the month to do it. Five bucks a month. Month, but five, yeah. five bucks for the whole month, you can, and you're gonna you get this episode, cancel. and this episode alone is worth yeah. it. I was gonna say, if you do five dollars once, then just like binge listen, you can just bail at some point. All yeah, right, is that what you just gotta do? It. That's like what I was gonna say. I signed up for <laughs> yeah, Discovery thank Plus, thank I'm you, just Josh. watching as much as I can on day 29. That's exactly what I do. <laughs> We're just cycling through the free trials right now. This is Peacock worth it? <laughs> I think uh, it might uh, be. Yeah, soon. the WWE yeah. network's well, on there, so absolutely. Us. Don't ask us. We pay for it for WWE. Ryan, Ryan is the Peacock network. Well, I, I have seen some people who were hesitant about The Office moving to it, but now it seems like they really are handling it more correctly because they're doing deleted scenes and all that stuff. So if you're really into oh. The Office, it might be a good route to go because it's like the full, complete collection of The Office. And you have to pay to get to that. And I mean, my two favorite shows of all time are Parks and Rec and The Office. So it also has some good movies that I don't see streamed anywhere else. Well, so. and I am now leaning more towards just paying for each of the network apps because I'm tired of paying for like YouTube TV and or Sling or whatever. And I mostly just watch sports. So like, if you get CBS, Paramount or whatever, and then you also get Peacock, you can pretty much watch all the sports without having to use an antenna because our antenna doesn't work very well. At I'm a big proponent. 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 I'm a quibby personally. The, the direction I would thing. go. The, the golden I just, arm was just, just when they, kiss. How, I think they spent, they had to have spent a, like $100 million on advertising. There was some of their shows else. that I wanted to watch, but I wasn't going to pay for it. Well, they didn't have The Office, so like, why would anybody pay for it? I, I, they had was, The Office, but it was in portrait mode. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of landscape. Yeah, it was, it was like watching out. The Office on FaceTime. <laughs> I don't like whoever came up with Quibi. Like somebody in the room needed to be like, "You realize this is stupid." Can, can we can we talk about somebody who he has? I don't think any creative control over Quibi, but Chance the Rapper, and it's solely because he was he had um, the new Punked 
that was on yes, on Quibi. He did. he did, and I don't know why. That's, but that's like, still a thing. It, well, well, it's not, not anymore. anymore. Quibi's, Quibi's, Quibi's shut down. I know Quibi's gone. I didn't know Punked was bad. Well, it was, it was just when on they brought. It was Quibi. just on Quibi. Oh, yeah. But it, but like yeah. they they marketed the new Punked as you know a, a staple for Quibi and everything, and I was like, I mean, cool. The idea behind it is nice. They're trying to you know appeal to the nostalgia for the people who probably wouldn't pay for it anyway. And I was like rooting for Chance. I love Chance the Rapper. Yeah, he's great. And then like. It all shut down, and my first thought was, "Oh no, Chance!" <laughs> and like, he probably, honestly, he probably had very little to do he probably with the inception of the network. I mean, he, I'm sure he did. He, he probably had a contract, and they bought him out or whatever. Yeah, as I was say, he probably made out handsomely. I just remember there was sure. one thing on Quibi about like you were like an Uber driver, and he picked up some dude. And he's like, "I just killed someone." I just remember seeing. And I was like, "I'll like, watch that." There were like <laughs> major A-list actors. Yeah. That had Quibi shows, and yeah. I was like, they they literally must have gone so far into debt to put it out that they that they never made the money back. Well, I'm sorry, but a 10 minute TV show I know. is just gonna make me being like, oh, that you what watch, happened in minute 12? That Come you on, watch on I your phone, like in portrait mode. Like no, <laughs> I mean, listen, I've got a three year old. I watch a lot of stuff on my phone right now, anyways. So. I honestly <laughs> feel like they would have done better if they had gone the direction of like I don't know if you saw the one that was like interactive and it like if you depending on like what you was it chose, a choose your own adventure it was yeah, so, it was kinda. sort of that way and yeah. where like you would get different Swipe parts of the story if you want him to go to the club yeah and so I feel like they would have done better Swipe if they right. had gone if you more to lose a leg he's <laughs> <laughs> got dark dang I feel like it would have done better if they had gone I was gone gonna say go direction. to sleep in your dorm but Perry's over here chopping people's legs. Well, off. you know, you gotta you gotta appeal to a broad range of. We already heard the dorm story. <laughs> also on the Patreon. Yeah, you, also I'm telling Patreon. you all. You missed some entire, bangers. This can, entire episode is just a commercial. For I the ran Patreon. through a lot of stories that should have lasted us a couple of years on that one <laughs> yeah. Patreon episode. <laughs> well, one of them but got I can't, cut. From I can never say it on our, our podcast, anyways. So yeah. So if even if you, we have some some TMIW listeners on here. Yeah, you, you're going to hear some stories you may not ever hear on our show. One of them did get cut from an episode. And Perry's going to profit off of it. Yeah, yeah. so we are oh, great businessmen. I, I didn't even think about this, that. This I'm making horse, out. This is horse Hand crab. Can we cuss here? No. Okay. I mean, kind of. <laughs> I mean, I almost said horse H. Horse H. Horse H. Horse H. Oh my god! I guess nothing. Y'all three have been on the show before, but I don't know if we actually individually introduced you last time either. You gave us nicknames. We were on the live. Uh, That was on on your live stream. Oh, that was on our show. I don't remember. We have talked so many times at this point. I don't know which one was our show, your show. I know he was sensitive boy. Yeah, and I forget what yours was. Either bougie or the incident. Bougie or the. What is mine? You were the underdog. No. You uh, were Dark Horse. Dark, yeah, Dark Horse, Horse, yeah. Dark Horse. I don't know what... I, okay. Well, you you started out the show just... Got, uh, you seemed hesitant. Yeah. Like, you weren't <laughs> very confident. I was always afraid I was going to say something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but you... Constantly, you like, I'm going to say something just, and we're going to get shut down. You, you eventually gave up on that. Maybe, yeah. you <laughs> say, maybe you should bring some of that energy back. <laughs> but you just weren't very confident in your arguments and... Uh, I mean, you, you seemed a little bit more shy, but then, like... Isn't there a you Katy started, Perry song called Dark Horse? Yes. <laughs> but yes. You, started, you started to pick up steam and you started to win more debates. He, he ended up winning the year of 2020. That is true. And now Ryan has taken a dominant lead. He hasn't Colorado. taken a dominant lead. <laughs> I'm now, two Joe, episodes Joe, behind. I say Joe came back. If before last night, I was like, had I won the freaking serial freak, I would have tied him up. 
but we couldn't get Man, a winner. No one won that, that episode. It, new listeners I did. To, to, to this My Bourbon podcast that have not heard of us before are probably very confused don't by listen. everything you just said. Please, if you listen tonight... Please or, don't listen to 47. Yeah, skip 47. <laughs> here's, like, listen here's, to like 10 episodes or first. Wait, was it 48? It's 48. It's 48. It's 48. Here's the thing. 48. Here's the thing. 47 was great. It was about a bar. Yeah, go start with 47 if you want. Most of my listeners... If you tell them not to do something, we'll go into it. So don't we'll start with forty eight. Don't it's the subscribe best episode to our we've show. Ever done. Do and not don't download subscri- every episode. Do, do not, not do rate it. us five stars. Uh, don't visit our our website tmiwpod.com. and don't follow us on all the social medias. Don't tell a friend. <laughs> are, are we good now? Yeah, sure. Why not? I think we covered it all. Do we cover it? <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, goodbye, everybody. <laughs> don't join our Patreon page. We haven't started yet. Man, you... we are the worst guests. We, we are. just take over. I don't. I, I thought there's that, three of you and one of me inviting like, us. Well, we also all three have dominant personalities. Like, I like, think... like if you split us up in, if you split us up and we each individually were at a party, we would probably talk. I don't the know most... that I would say Josh is a dominant personality. Depending on the scenario, I think if Josh in this scenario he would, but Josh if he said it looking very regal right Josh now. Is like good, we're in his court. Josh is a good example of the of the <laughs> introverted extrovert, and it's a, it's a unique it it's a unique personality. I, you, that's true. You actually it, both are. It, mm-hmm. It's definitely. I and am it, definitely. And that. it's not that common, really. But you're both here, and once you get <laughs> once you get to know them, they w- can absolutely dominate a yeah, conversation. I can't get them to shut up most. Well, times. here's here's the, true. here's the thing. I was not so much that way until the pandemic, and then. Um, once I was given the opportunity to kind of retreat into myself, then I started to become a little bit more introverted. I'm sure my wife wishes I was more that way since the <laughs> pandemic started. She gets, she talks to me now. Anytime more than Joe ever. tries to retreat into himself, he evicts himself from his own body. Like, <laughs> I've heard her say, we've had more conversations that end with her looking at me going, I love you, but I just don't care. That, I, honestly, I I, I I feel for her because I just I don't identif- have anyone else I to go. I identify with that statement. Toward, toward like you. I, I'm no, like, no. I thought you meant with your wife. Well, it's like, I'm telling like, her, like, I, Joe, I, I identify with your wife in that regard as yeah. well. I'm like, I'm gonna do this to my garage, and she's like, uh huh, uh huh. I keep going. She's like, Great. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. But I have no one else That's, to talk to. So see, I'm like, well, see, maybe me and Rachel should should ta- start talking when you guys talk about wrestling. Because that's how I feel. I don't feel like we talk. I don't talk with Rachel about wrestling. She acts like I do, but only if she brings it up. Can we can we get a a, a call here from our line she judge? Likes, she likes wrestling. Okay. Yeah, she well, yeah. She's I, I, I take that. Hold on. Let me say this. She likes wrestling. When they get married, we'll see if it sticks. <laughs> For- uh, that's my things, lovely fiance Erica in the background. There. When you. Uh, you know, the name changes, things change. There have been a lot of life changes so. for the Tell Me I'm Wrong boys over the it's past true. six there months. Joe, you know anything you want to tell us? Joe, Joe got a new house. I bought a house. He bought a house. Oh, I go. bought okay. a house that was like really. We too did much the house. three. We did the three <laughs> things. Yeah, right. we all three. We did. The Joe three bought things. a house. I bought a ring. Ryan bought a baby. <laughs> He got it real cheap. Inflation, and unfortunately, it caused the price to just rise. Well, you know, he the found ba- a good the, deal. This the, is the baby market Patreon. right now is on fire. So. It's more of a Patreon <laughs> chat. It feels like it feels like we're going down the dark. Yeah, road. we should probably uh, reel it in just a little bit. <laughs> pivot, um, pivot. I, I didn't. I, <laughs> shut up! Shut up! <laughs> I I want to do a uh, tell me I'm wrong episode where I just dunk on friends the entire time. I mean that's basically what we you do. Can yeah, do I know, that, but I've yeah, never seen a Friends I, episode. Of Friends my life. is well, easily one of my least favorite shows of all time. That was I'm if really you listen to episode one of the Help Me I'm Wrong, 
my you know at the beginning of the pandemic everybody was to like pick a house of like people you quarantine house. oh yeah that's right quarantine house uh, man that was my, episode like, one yeah episode my, one. Episode my one. top draft Golly. pick with that was phoebe from friends i would hit her with my car if i saw her on the <laughs> we <street>. actually <laughs> both we both had friends characters in the worst quarantine house i would hit her with my car if i saw her on the street <laughs> that is violent and uncalled for joe um, I'm sure the person who played her was nice, but Lisa if I saw Kudrow. Phoebe, I would hit her with my car. I actually think Lisa Kudrow is probably pretty online with Phoebe. So. Then I would hit her with my car. All right. <laughs> well, now that that's on the record. Um, <laughs> I never see her, though, so it's okay. We normally start episodes out with flying blind, but in this case, we're all just kind of sitting around we drinking. We are flying our, our eyes wide open. Aren't we flying blind right now? <laughs> I don't know, No man. direction. How are you feeling? <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> As noted by his large yawn during the intro. Goodness gracious. Um, but we are this, drinking. This is the e- last time we're coming back. We are drinking E.H. <laughs> Taylor Small Batch, though. And which it is phenomenal. Joe said he has never I've had never it before. had E.H. Taylor. What do you think about it? Didn't you, you never had it at Matt's house? I don't think that's one he ever gave me. He pours it all the time. It's the, his favorite. The problem is Matt pours and that's I just true. drink you, you, and I don't know what I'm you drinking. You might have had it and not I maybe. It. I, I really like it. It's really good. I, I didn't pour a ton. I just had a small sip. So if this was something that I could more easily attain all the time, it would I would literally just buy this. It's got a bite, but it's very smooth. I think it's better than Bland's. Personally. Well, <laughs> <laughs> It's not. It's just not a full me a bottle of Blands. I think Blands is amazing. I okay. I do like Blands, but I just think that this is better. <laughs> Ryan was trying to see if there was a there comparison. Used to be uh, yeah. No, I finished my bottle of Blantons. Unfortunately, Josh, for Josh is a big Blantons fan. I, I love Blantons, and I don't dislike it. I just think that Taylor's better. I don't know that it's I've had just... enough Blantons to compare. It's got the horse on it. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> guys i'm gonna be honest with everybody i'm i like bourbon but like i, I can't I, talk about it i think we have been in the orbit of the tim bip universe yeah, enough that people know that we don't know anything about I don't bourbon like i have like and two that Perry only has us on his show to do this yeah yeah he can dunk on me all the way. i knows. like to drink i'm bourbon, not dunking on but, you at all but i'm telling you you can't you're you're your group, but that's not Perry's style. But that's stream. not me. That's I not know. Perry's style. I don't no, condone I'm, that or encourage that kind I know. of behavior. I do. And I, I think, listen. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. it. It was fun the last year. But I'm just saying, like, I like bourbon, but like, I'll never be like a co- like collector. A collector. Like, I have that's, two or three bottles. Okay. Hey, it's that's really most, expensive. Well, and if we're it being is. honest, like, and Perry will. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but tell me I'm wrong. But <laughs> Perry would probably back this oh, up. I feel like most people are. Are more like us, like like people listen to Perry because yeah. they want to hear, you know, they want to hear the details right. and want to know why, you know, like you know why people listen to podcasts. But like, like, I feel like most people are like us, like have one or two bottles of bourbon in the house at the time, and just you know have your go tos, and then maybe you splurge on something that Perry recommends. You and, go to and, you go, go to go ahead, bars Jeff. and restaurants in this area, and they're like, "Here's our bourbon list," and it's like three it's pages long. Yeah. It's overwhelming, and I'm like, "How do you expect me to look at this?" list of 200 line items and be like i want that one. Well, like i'm see, just always like recommend li- something to you me. listen to tim bip yeah but the uh, thank you but aside <laughs> from that but aside from that it's it it is important to have and it's mainly out of your control depending on where you're going but it's important to have a good bartender right so when you are asked you know what would you like to drink and you say i don't know the next 
question should be from the bartender, well, what do you like? Well, that's usually the progression you know? we make. Like, I, yeah, but I, I'm just saying, like, yeah. that that is the way that we all learn. Yes, but is, that also puts that back on Joe to actually know what he likes. Like, I really, like, I'll be honest, my favorite is Woodford. <laughs> So, I but mean, I but, think that's also like a generic, like vanilla, because that's like the one everybody likes in this sure. area. And I, I mean, there's notes of that. That yeah. was the one distillery that I, that I tour, and like to me, it's like I've just that's always been the one I've liked. Sure. And so I, I also will say there's a reason that it's why it's so popular. Right. It's it, it's good. It's it, it's got a very broad appeal. Yeah. It's broad, and that's the point. And it, what's what's funny about Woodford too is that so many of us on my side of things say, well, Woodford was a stepping stone before I got to the the Taylors, before I got to, um, I mean, shoot, even Buffalo Trace to to some degree. I but, just went there yeah. this weekend. Did you really? Yeah, we, that's where we take our, our photographer has to take our family photos in Buffalo Trace. Did you get to do a tour too? Or? No, we just went. Like, we went have you ever done like a the tour garden. there? I've not done that one. No. It's Rachel, my wife Fantastic. has my current it's, wife. She her business is working on their expansion, so she's got to go awesome. and check no it out. No kidding. Yeah, I I think I, I got the I'm, wrong Robinson on the podcast. I actually, I don't know if I was supposed to say that. <laughs> well, is it public knowledge the company I mean, that I would, they're, I know they're doing an expansion. Oh, I don't know. No Buffalo. It's common I, knowledge the Buffalo Trace is doing an expansion. You're talking to the right guy. <laughs> oh man. Uh, Woo, well, all so, right. Well, Buffalo Trace tours. I was gonna say. It's interesting because it's it's a little bit industrial. Like it's not like there's like the Woodford. It tour looks different. I've never where, been inside, but the outside looks different. And it's also weird. It's in a city, right? Because like Woodford is like literally on like uh, on a horse farm. It's on a farm. Yeah, yeah. And like, then you've got <laughs> Buffalo Trace, which I actually thought the tour was the best tour that I went on because of yeah. because of the tour guides. And like all of them, like I've been on two tours there, and both of them were so great about like going into details and and like like ask like having people ask really good questions. Whereas some of the other tours are kind of cut and dried. Yeah, um, Woodford is great just because it's so historic. Yeah, I Woodford's the only one I've been on. I really enjoyed it. Our tour guy was like super. Woodford, I actually, Super, like, <laughs> I went for, it was, uh, it was my graduation for my master's. Leah actually surprised me and was like, Hey, I have a tour booked. And it was like, it like started snowing. It was like uh-huh. super picturesque. And then, uh, so, I, so that is definitely my favorite tour, but I also recommend, and I'm sure Perry's talked about this before, but, uh, Wild Turkey is is that, I was shock- really hoping that you were shockingly go there. like I I actually knew nothing about Wild Turkey when we went and we were just trying to go to the ones that were close and so we've been to all the ones that are you know easy to go to and it is it was actually my second favorite tour because it's a good mix of like the old and the new world yeah. of bourbon I don't know mm. if that's actually true that's what it felt like no it, that is very true because <clears throat> Turkey has such a storied past. Even before it was the the wild turkey distillery, um, you know it it has all these years, and and this is not uncommon for a distillery in Kentucky, <clears throat> but it has decades and decades and decades of um, of, of history, and and you know just a fir- a very firm foundation of this is the way that we do things, and we do it exceptionally well, and <clears throat> I think where Turkey kind of stands out from other places is the fact that the distillers are a a family line, right? So yeah, exactly. So the, the Russells are just, first of all, a really cool family. Jimmy is the, 
patriarch, I guess if you want to call it that. Um, he's now worked there for 60 years almost. So, I mean, he's been through just about everything that you can have been through with a distillery, especially as they were trying to carry things back up as, you know, um, the, the popularity of bourbon was starting to wane and then um, wax again, I guess. But then, you know, his son, Eddie... <clears throat> You just confused Joe with well, your I metaphor. Like, I was like, that's a moon. <laughs> well, yeah, but what happens when a... It means growing no, I know, I, know, I, get, I know what it means. But also, like, if you think about it, it doesn't make sense. Because when, when, a, when a man or a woman go gets waxed, what happened? They, oh, my Joe, gosh. Joe. <laughs> Patreon. You lost, you lost no, me along the way with that. you can wax your legs. Like, I didn't want to say anything No, 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 no. I, I get that. But, but they're removing stuff when, they, when you get a wax. So like it's getting smaller. Yes. Yeah, but, yeah. The, but I don't say. Okay. I know. I'm just saying that I was the opposite <laughs> of that is not waning, which means adding hair to yes, your body. I know. <laughs> I'm just saying like like there's I know. not. I, listen, there's we've, not we've already established <laughs> I'm dumb. So that's not what we're saying. Yes, we have. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Moving yes. on. <laughs> anyway, Jimmy uh, Russell, go back to making your very serious point. <laughs> I do, I do think that Wild Turkey is a good second step in terms of a place to go and visit and, and do a distillery tour. It also had the best tasting of any of the ones that I went to. I, I think I would have to agree with that. Um, Buffalo Trace is a good tasting. I don't think that it's out of this world or anything. They have added uh, Taylor Small Batch to it, though. Um, I really yeah. want to do the Maker's Tour, which I feel like is really generic, solely for the fact of... I. Makers I, is amazing. It's so cool to dip your own bottle. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like Absolutely. that is something that no one else, done it before, no too. other distillery can offer. Honestly, and like, I feel like that's a step up just to have that. And I'll pay them more just because it's like I don't have to. I I did that. That's yeah. my idea. I started my. I mean, like I started drinking bourbon with Makers because I mean it's, I think it's a lot so, of folks. It's did. so iconic. Yeah. I mean the, the wax is. I mean it's it's. I mean one of the most well known bourbons in America for sure. And the the bottle dipping is just as cool as it looks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a reason that they trademarked the red wax strip. Right. Exactly, because I mean that that is their brand. That's right. what they rely on for people to identify their bottles. And I mean, it's not just a, a United States thing. It is an international, re- well regarded product. I have, I have a random uh, bourbon story. Uh, Here we so, go. Well, th- this just reminded me. So. Uh, my wife uh, that exists, Leah. Um, that's a joke from our show. Um, she so she studied. Can we a, really call it a joke at this point? No, it's it's absolute fact. <laughs> if we're being quite honest. Um, so she studied abroad uh, in Spain during college, and she was like, whenever they were like, I don't know where they were. I think they were on a bus or something. And she was. They got talking about bourbon. And, oh, cool! And so they noticed. She noticed. This is just kind of random, but she noticed that most of the like most of the time you could find four roses like everywhere. And so she brought Ooh. up. She was like, she was like, oh yeah, I've been on the a tour there. You know, it's it's made in in Kentucky, like the home of bourbon. Yeah. And some bro, dude bro that was on this <laughs> bus with her was like, was like, Kentucky's not bourbon country. And she was like. <laughs> She was like, what? You're an idiot. Like, of course, of course, Kentucky. Like, I had no, like, she had no idea, like, what he was thinking, but, it, like. Did he work he for was, Barstool? 
I, <laughs> I think this was before they existed, but I'm sure he does now. It's the same exact guy. Yeah, he does the pizza reviews. He, he, he eventually found his way there. Dave Portnoy. Yeah, but, it's absolutely yes. Dave yeah. Portnoy. He, he, he probably a lot, drinks a lot of Brooklyn bourbon. Well, if he had studied abroad in Spain, I'm certain he would have been broadcasting that I don't very think he loudly. studied anything, so you, it doesn't matter. Do you remember Jameson Kerr? Uh-huh. Okay. From from Calvary, yep. I, I'm sure he won't mind me sharing this story. I, Shout I, out, yeah, I know him pretty well because he went to Lafayette too. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, well, my so, wife probably knows him then. Yeah, he she does for sure. I don't know yeah. any of these people. I don't even know who's in this room. <laughs> it's um, <laughs> well, that's your fiance. How much have you had to drink? <laughs> Enough. <laughs> the, for now, for I now. think the first story I remember about makers actually came from Jameson. And Jameson he, is a quite a storyteller. I don't know why I looked at Joe thinking he was the one talking, but <laughs> um, he had he had posted on, on Facebook him. that he had gone on a, a tour at Makers and they were drinking a bottle as they were kind of walking through the, the tour and they got to where you dip the, the bottle in the wax and they asked if they could dip an already open bottle. And <laughs> and they said yes. Like, they allowed him to do that, or at least somebody in the group. Is it hot enough that it doesn't matter? Wait, so you're telling me they take requests? Mm, Can you change no. the color of wax? I'm really a big fan of green. <laughs> just real quick. Just drop it in. It'll melt. Because I'll go full carrot top and just Add start pulling yellow. out props. <laughs> What else can we do? I bought this bottle of Woodford. Can I dip it? <laughs> can, I, can I dip my shoe and it'll just be the whole bottom will just be wax? What about an entire human leg? Is that, is how, that an option? How, how deep is this wax pot? I, I had an actual question about bourbon, but now this is even better. So let's just keep this going. But I don't know the point in telling that story, but it's just it's cool that I mean, like, you know you can actually go to makers oh, and you know and dip your own bottle. Or request to dip anything. I will exactly. say. If you're, I got a live frog over yeah. here. If, if you have listeners that are trying to, to found try this Makers for the first on the time, floor. Um, I, I definitely recommend Makers Forty Six. Can I dip it? Uh, this super rare bourbon. The, the, uh, super. Rare. <laughs> this is Ryan's insider tip. Yeah, there's something called very old Barton. <laughs> <laughs> it has been aged. It's in the name. It's old. It has been so, aged. One Speaking might of say, very old Barton, one might say very old. Yeah, I uh, I did a tour of their distillery <laughs> did they pay you <laughs> no and um, i've got a story about that and actually my it was one of my favorites because at the end of it there was a guy there who was <laughs> date he was clearly on a date with a much younger woman He's he was drunk. like in his 60s incredible and he he like really she wanted to man. impress the woman he was with and so they were serving up you know the you know they did a tasting at the end <laughs> And uh, it was just standard, very old Barton. Did everyone just leave? <laughs> it was just standard? They didn't even go up? Well, they did eventually, but this was the starting point. And so we all take a drink, and I'm like, yeah, I've I've had this. Never not mixed with anything, but I've had mm, it. Tastes like sophomore And year. Um, I, he takes a sip, and he, he, he rubs it around in his mouth. And he's like, mm, I taste hints of oak and hickory. And I was like, What? <laughs> I taste motor oil. Yeah. Like, <laughs> where are you getting those well, notes? First bud? of all, oak. Yes. Hickory. What? I know. That was the <laughs> interesting part. He he like 
I think the only flavor notes he knew existed were wood based. <laughs> just, because that was pretty much all of his apple his wood. notes. Do I T- taste a hint of mango? Tastes like birch. Well? well, in like a good in like a good host, the person doing the tasting was like, oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so the the last tour that I went on at at Barton, um, it was for my birthday last year. And we did the same thing. We got to the tasting portion of it. And at this point, it was a much smaller tasting. Wait, Brian, wait, hold on. Wait, what are you doing? He's passing new ones. I know. You don't, but we've got a new so one. Good. But, but, but he's like, don't drink one. anymore of that. But I want you to try this maker's Well, stuff. if everyone else I'll is try trying it, I'll have a sip. Okay. <laughs> Just give me a little bit. All right, Just sorry. Pour for yourself. Yeah. Sorry. Very old Barton tour. Anyway, very old Barton tour. And, and, the our tasting group was super small. Lucy was pregnant at the time, and so she didn't taste anything. And there was like one other guy. I thought you were about to pour that right into Ryan's hands. <laughs> and he was just cupping it like it was the water of life. That's how we. That's how we do it here. <laughs> no dishes. And got splash in your face. Wake up in the morning. Yeah. Welcome to Kentucky. It's our aftershave. <laughs> and the there was like one other guy and I, maybe it was a guy and his son or something. And, and they had just gotten done doing their tour and they were asking all of these like in-depth questions of the, the lady who was doing the tasting and everything. And she just straight up looked at him and went, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. That's when you just look at her and go, and I was, appreciate your honesty. And I was like, respect. I know. <laughs> you did. Sw- you I kid did. you not. You I swooped in and I gave the answer that they had been looking for. Oh, and man. I was like, and I do a podcast. And yeah, I there give- it is. There it is. <laughs> and Promotion. That, that woman hated him from that moment. No, on. she legitimately. This is the only time that this actually happened to me. She looked at me and went, would you like a job? <laughs> It's dead serious too about what? it because she realized that I was outperforming her here's and I wasn't a, making money there. Here's a real there. question: Why don't you do that? <laughs> He's got an audio tour, Ryan. We'll talk about it off air. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they don't pay enough. Conversation. Well, I mean, we'll talk about it. We'll talk yeah, about it off air. Anyway. He's like, gotcha. Shut the hell up! Don't <laughs> <laughs> get me in trouble. <laughs> So this this makers. Um, Wait, but before we move on from that story, oh yeah, sure. I just had the thought of man, it must be nice to have a podcast where you can just mention it to people because I feel like <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like our show is not one I can just drop in casual conversation. And oh, be are like, you all talking about which Ninja Turtle would win a bar fight? <laughs> I got a I got a podcast for you. Listen, <laughs> do you want to talk about which series? Wait, I probably shouldn't drop that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's very unfortunate. I actually told this on a recent episode of our podcast because uh, my my fiance came home. Uh, she, she's sitting in the room, at, so she she will she will testify to this. But she was at work and she testify. was someone someone mentioned the fact that I had a podcast and someone was like, "What are you all talking about?" <laughs> and the the her coworker goes, "Oh, her her boyfriend hosts a really weird podcast." <laughs> there it is. And I was, that, you mentioned that on last week's episode. Yeah, right. I was very offended, but then you know I <laughs> can't really like, argue it's, it. It's no, hard to you're argue. Right. Yeah, he's right. Yeah, I, I realize that out of context, most of what we talk about on our podcast is just absolute insanity. Josh, I don't think that even in context much <laughs> well, of it yeah, I was can be say, considered. I don't think context helps. We were up talking no. in my boss's office the other day, and she was asking about. She's like, "You still on your podcast?" She's like, "Yeah." She's like, "What are you talking about?" And I was like stuff <laughs> and she's it's, like we'll see on the most recent episode genuinely so hard she's like and well, also, what kind of stuff i'm like 
if you really want to know, you have to go listen. I'm not. I can't. I can't say. So I. I, I now I, I think I'm, I don't know if I've mentioned this on this show, but I've mentioned it on the other show. I now have a second podcast that I do for my job. Uh, well, it's, oh yeah, it's p- part of Shout my job. Out. Uh, but it's uh, a very it, serious podcast. Yeah, I was going to say it is nothing like anything that we talk about here. But uh, they are now doing a lunch and learn at UK, and they are talking about starting a oh, pod- no. starting a podcast. <laughs> and so yeah, you can see where this is going. Oh, so no. they, they asked me, and I was like, I would, I, yeah, I'd love to be a part of the panel. Um, <laughs> So, so if anyone has any tips on how to talk about, t- tell me I'm wrong, to a serious group of people at a professional setting, and how to how to be successful doing that, uh, I'll I'll take your answer off. So uh, yeah, what we did was we started the podcast, and this week we talked about Mr. Belding and Mr. Feeney. Which one would be the best to go on a bender in Vegas? With? <laughs> Is that real? Uh, that is this like, Thursday. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. It gets, it gets weird. It's a good one. I'm it gets weird. so excited for yeah, that. It's a classic debate. What date, uh, time, and location is this happening at, Ryan? Because I'm slipping in the back. Uh, it's not announced yet, but I will send you guys the Zoom link. Okay, perfect. Con- considering I am like a day one fan of Tell Me I'm Wrong, and I've actually had to do that for my podcast, mm-hmm. I could probably find a good way to be. I was going to say, I actually that. might. I, I might legitimately ask Perry some questions <laughs> because these two, uh, well, I was about to curse. Uh, these two guys <laughs> over boys. here, uh, boys, boys. Uh, are not going to be of any help no. trying to explain our show. So maybe Perry can help me uh, I can't even resume our it. show up. Yeah, Ryan. We uh, answer questions. That no one ever wants to have answers to, or no one ever even wants to ask. But you've got to spin it in the way say, to where it's about entertainment. My current because... plan is to be as vague as possible, <laughs> and really just emphasize numbers and like really, you know, like specific things I've learned. Like be like, oh yeah, we have over eight thousand downloads, and like you know, like all, all that stuff. Like focus on yeah. that. Well, we we made a critical error when we made the podcast in the first place because like Ryan a couple like a couple months ago was like, hey. I just got my hair cut and my barber was like, hey, you should put a poster up about your podcast so people will will check it out. And Ryan texted me and was like, hey, could you make a could you design a poster for us? And I was like, what do I put on a poster that's gonna get anybody to want to listen to our show? It's an excellent point because the the and they always talk about this when you start a podcast. It's like, okay, what's your elevator pitch? You know, get people in 20 <laughs> seconds. Yeah. Get uh, any any listeners of our show, if you can give us an elevator pitch of our show, I will pay you. I'll draft one up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be thinking. And Josh works in, in marketing, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I can't do it. <laughs> that's that's brutal. Yeah. That's Ridic- ridiculous questions, meticulously debated. This is tell me I'm wrong. That's all you gotta say. A tagline developed by me. Developed by Ryan. Can I? Can I? I want to. Before I talk about this, makers. <laughs> I want to. I want to uh, talk by, about tell by me the I'm way, wrong. Best one I've had so far tonight. Which I know. Is saying right? something. And you and you had Taylor beforehand yeah. too. Um, I want to say something about tell me I'm wrong, and I think this is the reason that I have latched on so much to what you guys do. And I am going to give you guys props for a second. Um, That's okay. We take the compliments. We're not like you. We're not like you. you. I I love praise. Is this a first for someone coming on and going, you guys are doing well? (laughs) But usually we just have the people complaining we're still in their show. Yeah, I don't think Bo has ever given us a compliment. Bo usually hops on and is like, I got 15 minutes. Let's bang this out. (laughs) But I think this is why we work so well together is because I, I believe in what you guys are doing. And I find that there is genuine... 
there, there's something real about it, and in a way that I know, I know how ridiculous that sounds, and how hoity-toity that sounds, but I mean that genuinely, especially because when the when Tell Me I'm Wrong started, it was at that point in the pandemic where stuff was starting to get stale, and and things were starting to feel more and more depressing, and and it was just kind of looking for something. I was looking for something rather that was distracting and kept me from having to think constantly about what was going on. And part of that was the fact that my wife was pregnant and, Mm -hmm. you know, our, our baby was going to be born in the midst of, you know, maybe and and at that point it was like, maybe she's not going to know any of her family for another six months to a year. Right. Right. And I mean, we've been fortunate enough that she of course has been, but you know, between that and like, how am I going to survive with the job or, you know, yeah. what, what mm-hmm. am I going to do? And, and it just was, you know, a, a, a breath of fresh air where I didn't feel so stressed out all the time. And I mean, things have worked out and it's been okay, but, and, and it's nice that it has also then become a part of my regular week as I look forward to episodes and get to, you know, spend my time with you guys even <laughs> digitally or virtually or whatever you want to call it. But, um, orally. <laughs> Whoa. A-U-R. A-U-R-A-L. It's an auditory L-Y. podcast. Orally. It's not like we're like a video. No, I think Perry, like what you're saying, like to me, it's the same reason I like wrestling. Like I know wrestling is inherently fake. Yeah. But like, it's, it's just fun to me. I just, I just, it's a suspension of display. Like, I just get there and I cut loose and I'm like, okay, these guys are big, they're strong, they're goofy, but it's fun. Yeah. And it's like, this is my escape for three to four hours a week. And I do listen and to that's podcasts. essentially what you guys are. It's just big, dumb, goofy guys. I mean, yeah. well, you're not wrong. And like, there's other podcasts I listen to that like they review movies and it's all about movies from their childhood yeah. and how terrible they are. And I laugh and I'm like, they are so bad. Like I was listening yeah. to on rookie of the year on the way here. Like, yeah. like I bet that was so much better than this. <laughs> no, but I mean, I get. Please it. don't like, unsubscribe. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Like, it is something where you just kind of like, I don't have to be me. I can imagine yeah. myself as like someone fighting Roman Reigns and cutting these crazy promos with a yeah. rock or or whatever. And you're like, I know these people aren't real, but they're fun. Well, and I think going back to you know what Perry was saying about the show, like. I mean, we, we don't get serious about our show very often because it's, a, it's not a very serious show. It's hard to, How I feel you? like. Well, I mean, considering you had an episode that came out that was all about who is the freakiest serial mascot. Exactly. Well, we don't talk about that one. I'm that going is, to talk about it until I have no for, breath left in my it's body. It's called the forbidden episode. Say, it's called the forbidden episode for a reason. But to be, I mean, to be serious for a minute about it, I mean, we, we have expressed to each other before that uh, honestly, even when like, even when like episodes didn't do well or like we were kind of discouraged about like the growth yeah. of the show we just kept reminding each other like it was it was you know we're, like you said we started it in the the time when we literally didn't see anybody yeah. and so it was it was a chance once a week to get on zoom and to genuinely just try to make each other laugh for an hour and you know if we were succeeding at that then we we felt like you know okay well, somebody we're gonna, would we're gonna it, keep it's, doing it's this. that old thing of like you got to believe in your own product or i honestly never thought people we'd make it past two episodes <laughs> i thought eventually we, just, we would record episodes but stop putting them out like i was like i just don't know if we can sustain did you genuinely this. feel that though 
I didn't know if people would listen. Yeah. Uh, I did. We we recorded our first two, and I was like, this might be the only two we do. We don't know. <laughs> like, it's the just, only reason we kept going is because Joe spent all that money on a microphone. He was like, Rachel's going to yeah, kill me. Rachel was, like, <laughs> Rachel was like, you can buy one, but if you don't use it, I swear. It was that sunk cost. Yeah. <laughs> but like, there's so many podcasts out there and yeah. so many different mediums nowadays where you can choose to like listen or watch or do things like it's like i just wondered like are people gonna want to listen and like i know like our wives and girlfriends and friends and family would listen but it's like i always wondered like could we reach people who don't know us i i still remember there i mean and i don't know if she listens to the show or not but there was that the the girl on instagram that we kind of interact with pretty frequently Mm -hmm. and it, it was really cool because she she would start sharing our show on her instagram and I, I just, awesome. I just remember having that thought of like, we don't know who she is. Like, like she found us through. If you're listening, something. keep doing that. Josh, can, can you look her up and? I mean, just uh, no, no, no. I mean, just to give her a genuine shout out because I want to oh, make yeah, sure she, that we. Yeah, absolutely. Her I name, think a Chelsea, 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 something. Uh, but I, I, we, I mean, genuinely, I think all three of us have interacted with her, you know, through the Instagram account, yep. and she, she's a genuine fan. She reached out to us after the serial freak episode and was like, "Hey, I made it through," and and so it. <laughs> It's Much like I did, like where I said I didn't feel like I was all that special. In my exactly. Into the video. <laughs> exactly. But like, and I don't mean to like call this one person out, but like, it was really like her that was like, okay, like, like I don't know this person. She only knows us through this podcast, yeah. and that just felt really cool that she was like, she's invested. Like, we have a true fan. Like, she's invested enough that she she shares episodes of our show with her friends, and so like that's a that is like literally. I I, I mean I know you have you have so many more subscribers than we do. <laughs> that's but but I mean I, I'm sure you still feel the same way. Where like anytime you you create something and someone feels passionately about it. Enough to share it with with people they know and say, "Hey, this is something I like." Yeah, it's it's just so humbling. Well, I think it's great when someone comes and like, "Hey, I believe you're." I don't know if you want to use the word expert, but like, I know I believe you are very knowledgeable about this, and I've learned to trust your opinion. <laughs> Sorry, that got a genuine snort out of me, and I don't. I'm not discounting like, what you say, but the fact that people take me seriously because of my opinions on bourbon still blows my we, mind. I think we bought you a bottle of bourbon. I'm sure, I'm I think sh- so. I'm and I texted you. I was like Perry, like who? That what sounds do I about get? right. Like yeah. I was like, I want to get him something that's different. Yeah. And like you texted me like an hour and a half later, we were already left. But I mean that you know, I also didn't give you much notice. I was literally in the store, like looking at it, like, hey, so. And you went but, with Willet. I think I did get Willet. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think we had to leave. And Rachel was like, pick something. But Willet's not terrible. I'm I mean, really sorry that I didn't get back to you sooner than I did that it's day. Okay. But like, you're big timing him. It's all yeah. good. I really cool, wasn't. Like, please don't. Like, please I don't like, put me in that category. I had to, and like, I needed another favor for you a couple weeks ago, and I was like, I was telling someone. I was oh, like, did did was Perry the one that poured the concrete in your garage? Yes. Yeah. That okay. was it. No, I was like, I was like, don't worry. Like, <laughs> you see the wear and tear on these hands. The lily white hands. I was, <laughs> we were trying to figure out a situation we had, and I said, I I got a guy. Like I. I firmly believe I know a guy. you could like hey. contacting you, you could, you knew people or had connections yeah. like, where you could help me. And like, that's that. I, I don't know how people would get that from us and our show. Cause like all you, all we're we not experts about is, anything. No, we're far from experts, <laughs> but like, I think it's cool that you can affect someone. You never, we had a guy emails like what? 15 topics yeah. that he wanted us to do. That's awesome. Yeah. I would I, say we've, we've I, had I some. I love that. If you have topics, please send us because like, it's not easy to just 
It's you the think hardest part of our show. But like, we have a list and we just look at them. Is and go, it though? I don't know. It is. I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah. It's not close. And we have a lot of good topics. It's just like, I don't know if we could do this right now. Yeah. And, and stuff like that's cool because, you know, you know this. You see, uh, you can see stats on where people are listening. And it's, yeah. You know, we were, it blew our mind when we first put out our first episode and started popping up in all these other states that we've yeah. never been to or had any connection I think to. We're in all but two states. Yeah. And, and like, it just, it, it picked up to the point. We have listeners in like New Zealand. I was going to say, we have regular yeah. listeners in Australia too. Yeah. And, and so it, I it, think that might be because of me, but <laughs> yes. Thanks, <laughs> Perry. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yes. Because we talked to them. On, yeah. You, you yeah. talked to Chris and yeah. Lil. Yes. We talked yeah. to them. And so you see that stuff and you're like, I don't know who these people are. But then once they start sharing it and, and tagging you or sending you emails and stuff, it like, Completely blows our mind. The best part is yeah. because we talk like, about nothing but absolute nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. We have listeners in like Russia. And I'm, I'm just, I think about. I that don't think and, those are real. And I, and I'm like, <laughs> well, let's just That's say they VPN. are. Like they are listening <laughs> yeah. to us, and I'm probably thinking, who are these, these Americans? Are the weirdest people listen, in the world? If I was a not a part of our podcast, and I was just a listener. I would listen to it through a VPN as well because I don't want anybody <laughs> anybody to know. You need to, you need to throw off your your FBI agent. It um, was really, oh, it was really strange. We're on list because of this podcast. I've Googled stuff that I never in my life thought I'd have to Google. Just listen to episode 47 if you want to find I out. I told my I mean, wife if I die, just to delete D- everything. Delete it. Throw it in the garbage. Don't question destroy it. Destroy the computer. Just go full office space on your laptop. Go. Just yeah. delete everything. She's like, what are you trying to hide? I was like, it's just tell me I'm wrong stuff. And I don't want people to know what I've looked up. So Ryan, what were you Joe, Joe was looking up serial mascot fetishes. <laughs> I mean, th- that, that's a real Google. That's, Google. A, that's a real Google. <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to say is all of this to say, uh, for those that think that, you know, sharing show, like or, or interacting with shows on social media or something is like lame or like we don't care about, like it means so much to it the really cre- does. especially creators like us really who does. are who are, you know, kind of low, low level. Like we don't have that many listeners. So it means a lot more when you reach out to people Speak like for us. yourself. I have a lot of <laughs> listeners. You you do on your your spinoff podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tell Josh he's right. Yeah. <laughs> It's just Josh is right. There's no real way we could even advertise this. Right. Like, where are we going to put it on? Unless we have another podcast that says to listen to our podcast. Like, but, like there's no, like, website we can get on, like, and be like, listen to Tell Me I'm Wrong. Like, I mean, so, so yes, you can. It's tmiwpod.com. If you head over there. <laughs> so, so here's, here's the thing. This is kind of... Um, where where this conversation <laughs> I didn't intend for this to happen, but this is kind of where the conversation has gone at this point. And um I have expressed this to you all privately. I have talked about the um idea publicly as well, but you all were like first draft choices when it came to people that I wanted to have on the network. I mean, you, you, right? you, you know, you know, talent when you see it, <laughs> but it's two, two it, thirds of the talent. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, oh, we would be the like, one third. You have to take me by proxy. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, went, you went ahead and outed yourself. Unfortunately, we're like drafting Tim couch. It's just not. Gonna... <laughs> Are you saying Perry's not going to win Browns? Yeah. Oh man. Oh, I think well. that's more of a statement Oof. on Perry. That's me. <clears throat> okay. Not, not Tim couch. Let's uh, Jamarcus Russell. Okay. I'll, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're good. You're good. Thank Peter. you. It's so us. Thank you. So we, we are the, the, Cow- the Browns, he's calling you the Raiders now. <laughs> Look, yeah, we had a good run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your leader, though. Woo. 
Yeah, well, we are not a sports podcast. Let's, let's sharp, sharp term, sharp term. But it, it it was just kind of a natural fit when I was considering the and and it's something that I've been thinking about for a long time too. Was creating. I keep saying the network, like it's real. It's real to me. Uh, network. But it it will be Still very real, real to me. <laughs> but it will be very, just like Santa. <laughs> it will be very real before the end of the year. And I say the network, meaning our podcast network. And that is something that is very much going to happen. But it, it's something that I've been thinking about for a, a very, very long time. And by bringing on people that I, again, believe in, and I believe in what they're doing in their product, um, it, it just it gives me confidence for the success of the network. Well, I don't think, I think part of that is if you don't believe in your product, then how can you expect others to believe? Oh, in absolutely. Your product? Yeah. I mean, you take, Wait, like, do we say that on Patreon or do we say that on this episode that you gotta, you gotta, I don't know, Perry, we talk a lot. <laughs> we do talk. Well, a lot I mean, it's it. like these people, like all these bourbon companies, like if they put out a new, right. a new edition or a new, like you new, better be confident in your bourbon. That took a long time. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's be honest. There's definitely some bourbon companies that are okay with that. But you could easily say, like, it's good. It's not as good as I thought it was going to be. Like, you ha- you're selling yourself in these right. things. It, it's so hard. If you don't wholeheartedly believe, how can you expect someone else to believe it? You can keep talking. I just had to grab a bottle. I have a question for you. Okay, sure. Do you sure. think that... Is this going to be about whether or not your podcast is going to succeed? Because I got bad news for you. No, no. <laughs> the bad news is no, it will not succeed. <laughs> the bad I'm news say, is you I've, better, already paid, I've already paid the Russian hackers. Yeah. <laughs> you better hurry up with this network. We're going to run out of topics before you get it launched. <laughs> no, um, we're just going to be like the back catalog. There's been like an an uptick of like bourbon. I don't want to say enthusiasm, but like bourbon popularity due to like I feel like it's becoming more prevalent in movies nowadays like I think of like John Wick I love John Wick and like everyone knows he strictly drinks bourbon like mm-hmm. he really likes Woodford and Bullet like do you f- I feel like I've seen that a lot more in movies nowadays where people are like it's become more well known it's like people are like I drink bourbon I'm drinking this and coke or whatever do you feel like there's been more of like a a, a push or an urge for that a surge I guess is what I'm saying what do you mean like like has in, there been a boob a, in a media a, uh, bourbon, a what a boobin boom <laughs> a boobin boom in a media bourbon I boom? feel like bourbon has become to the forefront more than anything else. Like I feel like it used to be like oh vodka or beer, but like now I feel like in a lot of movies I just hear people saying you should watch the documentary Neat. You really should. Five, yeah, I, I mean I, I should, but I have. It's free on Hulu. Yeah. <laughs> And Isn't it's it? also that's one, on Amazon that's one of the providers I pay for. It might be on Amazon now. I'm not sure, but. Have Shout you, out do to you AJ feel like Hall, that's sure. something that has happened? Um, yes, but I don't think that it's a decision that was made. Did your glasses break or what's happening? Uh, uh, no, they are just smeared. And if you know me, I can't podcast when I can't see. <laughs> it's actually natural. I but brought my glasses and left them on the table the whole before time. Before we start so. any episode, Josh will clean his glasses. It is it is ritual. This is after he's late to getting on the yeah. podcast. <laughs> Well, you can't talk though because we went six months and you. There you, was that one your episode. Computer, your computer yeah, would take me 30 like minutes. forty-five minutes to get on. That's not a problem anymore, though. Anyway, so, to answer so, the question, <laughs> I I think I understand where you're coming from. Coming from, excuse me. 
I don't think though that it is something that is totally uh, in a vacuum with Hollywood because of the popularity of urban. I think that because. I think it's more reactionary as opposed to revolutionary. Well, I definitely think bourbon as a whole has become more popular across the country and the world. Yeah. But I feel like lately in movies, it has become more of a staple, like more of something that they are putting out more than they ever have. And I didn't know. I, I'm sure it is reactionary because they're saying this is pop culture. This is what people are liking now. But I didn't know if that maybe pulled and like caused the rip t- a ripple effect for the bourbon industry. Or yeah. The- Bourbon popularity in general. I, I mean, it, it's it, it's it's hard to give it a definitive chicken or the egg. Okay, kind of. <laughs> well, I mean, I knew it was probably an. Asset. All right, end of conversation. What, what Perry's saying is, I don't know. Well, I mean, I, but, I, I, but I, I truly I don't, don't expect no. that. Like, I didn't expect you okay. to be like. Well, I have noticed the bourbon sales have spiked recently <laughs> since I mean, John Wick Three came out. Right, but no, yeah, ever since Makers went public. It's just, but like, I just didn't know if it would. I don't. That landed, and I think really maybe well. I just didn't notice. <laughs> that was a real inside baseball joke. We <laughs> went right we over are, our heads. We I are just, not I, even it, in the same sport. I it's just like, figured maybe nope. something about the stock market would have landed there. No, we, is it have to do with AMC and GameStop? That's the only two stock yeah, markets. No. I feel like I know. What <laughs> I say we exclusively make jokes about cereal mascots tickling each other's feet inside of like oh, stirrups. Oh so. man, it, I've gone a full week without thinking about well, that image. Unfortunately, you've thought about it. Do we need to send it again? No, no, you don't. Oh, yeah, absolutely don't. Please don't. But Ryan, I'm begging you. <laughs> and, it, and it may also have been something I just never noticed when I was younger because bourbon really wasn't like my dad never drank liquor. If I ever saw him drink, it was always a beer. And and then when I started drinking bourbon, more, I don't really drink liquor. I drink bourbon and beer. But when I started noticing that more, I, I feel like I picked up on it more. Maybe that was just it. I don't know. No, I feel it, like I've seen it more in pop culture now more than ever. I think what you are experiencing is that same thing where – you learn a word for the first time and then you can't stop hearing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm not, I'm not saying that like as a negative, but like, it's like, it's it, like when you, when you're looking to buy a car and then suddenly you see that, car you see that car everywhere. Right. Yeah. It's just it's, being hyper aware of it. And it, it's, it's a psychological term called priming. Thank you, Ryan. You're welcome. <laughs> I was waiting for the Lexington Optimus. translator for some Optimus reason. Priming. But, Optimus Priming. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> brought it back immediately. And and that's why that's we what keep you get on telling me I'm wrong. <laughs> something legitimate, and then I say something stupid. Yeah, I think that we have definitely brought it back around to the beginning of this uh, conversation at this point. <laughs> but um, sincerely, I I do enjoy "Tell Me I'm Wrong" so much, and um, I feel like you were really our first fan. I think I might be. No. 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 Mama Ballard. Mama Ballard. Yeah. Mama Ballard. <laughs> Mama Ballard <laughs> Erica's shaking her is, head back is, there, too. Mama, Mama Ballard, Ballard posts more about Tell Me I'm Wrong a, than Tell Me I'm Wrong does. She's a number one forever. Like, yeah. she will not be unseated. <laughs> She's my number one fan She's in She's probably listening to this episode live, and it's not even being broadcast live. She's yeah, just she just figured it listening out. to it. Yeah, she right. actually hacked into Perry's computer. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. in Josh's network right now. I'd say she joined us on the live stream we did with, with yes, Perry. Yes, she that did. Was she weird. listened that to our was really episode funny, on actually. Timbip. She uh, has listened to every episode of our podcast, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I, whenever we mention her, I have to immediately then forget that she listens to everything that we do because... We, Josh, Otherwise, the show would. Josh did a whole episode where his dad fought my dad, and I think my dad listened to twenty minutes of it. 
He just he, the thing about Mr. Robinson, he just can't get on board. He literally, okay. he literally said, it's "Fine." I said, "Did you listen?" He's like, "Yeah, I listened to about half of it. I'm hoping to finish it." And it was like four days after the episode premiere, and I was like. You ain't finishing this. Re- remind me after we're done to tell you a story about spouses not uh, supporting their spouse's creative endeavor. Because I have a really, really specific funny story that makes sense. Boy, you got real uncomfortable in <laughs> no, here. No, 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 no. I was like, no, my wife listens and supports everything I do. I love it's, her very much. She's the perfect woman. <laughs> it's not about it's not about your wife or mine. Or <laughs> Anyway, it's just... Uh, it's. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners at home, if you don't know, I'm making a shoveling motion right now. <laughs> Perry calling but, Lucy out. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not calling Lucy, Lucy out at all. this is so uncomfortable. Here's the thing. Lucy, Lucy, when we have our next hangout, you are welcome to come over. I don't know if Perry will be around anymore. Lucy, yeah. I can't explain you to you the, Perry the, the type of things Perry was telling us before this podcast. <laughs> Just saying the worst things. And I can't believe that you allow Josh, him. Josh, he's never going to invite us back. And this is the only reason no, we have listeners. No, Just because look, of Perry. Look, we have the reason we have new listeners. That's not true. Every time, <laughs> every time Perry has brought that us on, we true. have intentionally tried to get him to not bring us back, and he keeps insisting on bringing us yeah, back. Yeah, it's re- it's honestly just bad business sense by Perry. <laughs> like uh, we we got on his live stream and just bombed it. Uh, the first episode, I mean, I don't think we even let him speak for more than nope. like ten minutes. Nope. I mean, the the fact that we continue to come back, I, say, I had to I had to put my foot down and be sincere about some of this, just so that I could establish <laughs> why it is, and then I continue, continue to bring you guys. And back. we will continue to fight that sincerity with sarcasm every time. <laughs> fight the power. So, um, bef- before we get to tips and bits, I I try to bring something to the table that has some kind of specialness or sentimentality when I can. Um, it doesn't always land, or I'm not always able to. But in this case, I got really uh, I got really lucky recently, and I didn't fully clear them out of it, but I... But thank you. Um, <laughs> you might want to backtrack that here in just a second. Um, but so... <laughs> last week, I, I was in Total Wine, and I was talking with Swan. With Swan, I was don't say. forget the yeah. spirits. Wonderful. Total wine and more. Lexington Translator here. That's a local liquor store. Total wine. Ah, Total wine is I know it's not local. But I had just gotten done asking him to keep a lookout for uh, bottle dates that might have been single barrels, might have been picks that had been dumped uh, on the day that my daughter was born. Oh. And this is going to be too sweet. Well, cry. here's the thing. <laughs> As soon as I had said that, I went over and I was like, I'm going to see if they have any Jack Daniels single barrel barrel proof, which is one of my favorite whiskeys, genuinely. Um, I know it's not Kentucky. That's fine. People are going to dunk on it. Whatever. We had our lengthy Um, discussion about Jack. We got the the Wade twins from Tennessee, so I'm cool with it right now. (laughs) This, I bought bought a bunch of these. They're just in 375s. But this was bottled, bottled. Um, on the day that my last grandparent passed away. Oh, man. So November 12th was, was that date. Um, Are you about to open this? Oh, the cork. That was a squeak. <laughs> it was a little squeaky. That was, squeak, but that was a good one. I um, was not ready for I feel, that sound. I feel so honored. Yeah, but uh, it, it's always imperative to me that I get to share something special with people. And this is nothing short of that. 
So I wanted um, to, it, and it, I mean, we joked at the beginning about you know being in person and stuff, but it genuinely is it kind of I mean, especially a big moment for us because this <laughs> this is how we kind of hoped this show would be at some point <laughs> is that we'd be in the same room. Uh, we we still had to need, buy new equipment. I was say, we still need some new equipment. <laughs> we tried that once; it was awful. But uh, but if we're able to save save a little bit of money, I mean, it, it is it's going to be awesome. It's we worth, were, it's we recorded worth it. two episodes, it's, and listeners, you'll never hear them. It's <laughs> they sound like garbage but it is sincerely worth it to be able to sit down with with people and get to be expressive in this way you know and i find a lot of joy in it i find a lot of joy in sharing with other people as well and so no i understand that it's the same thing like josh and ryan will tell you like at our house like you come on in like help yourself to anything in the fridge yeah what's ours is yours like I've never had like a bottle of bourbon or anything in our fridge. I'm like, well, let's not open that. There was one I waited to open to our friends were available, but it had you like asked me, like, I really want to try that. I probably would have let you have it. Yeah. And so, on, Joe like, says this, but his fridge is only full of Miller Lite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saving this can, bro. <laughs> That's funny because I have one can left. <laughs> yeah, because I drink it all during WrestleMania. You did drink. <laughs> That's okay. No, I mean, they'll, they know. I, I've never said no to people. Like, come over. Yeah. You help yourself. Absolutely. This is that is that is very true about Joe. He's he's genuinely you, one of the most hospitable people and you that I know. Come over anytime, like you know, we're always we always want people to feel like they have a place in our lives. Yeah, absolutely. Like I'd love to love all, people. All the best. All the best. Hold on, we oh. should get this for posterity. Cheers, guys. All, all the uh, all the best bourbon enthusiasts that I know uh, are all this way, yeah. and and, and the, the people who collect for collecting, they just I just feel like they miss the point of bourbon. Whew. And one and one <laughs> one of the reasons I appreciate bourbon, and I, this also goes along with with coffee as well, because I feel like the, the coffee culture is is, is similar. Uh, but but it's just that's got that that's, that's got, got a, a bite to it. It's yeah. just it's just not quite as <laughs> it's just not quite fire. as. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> trying to have a serious moment here. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not quite as good if you're not sharing it. Absolutely. You know? Like like w- what's the point of having the bottle on the shelf if you're not gonna no. bring, bring it down when you have friends around? I mean, I've got multiples of these now, and that's the only reason I'm keeping it up on the right. shelf. Oh, is for, exactly. You know, to save exactly. it. But. I say on the flip side, I'm stoked that we are recording this at my home and we haven't even touched my bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like no, like to go off what you said about like sharing and experiences. Like I had a friend in college who never drank, his dad struggled with it and it was just not something that he was comfortable with because he was afraid it would happen to him. Yeah. Yeah. And we went on his bachelor party and we all were bourbon drinkers. And he actually was willing in that moment to have his first sip of alcohol ever. It may have been his last sip of alcohol ever, but he drank makers with us because he was like, in this moment, I yeah. feel safe with you. I feel like this community is where I can do it. And he, I mean, he, he was like, I don't know if I'll ever drink it, but he was like, it didn't make my chest really warm. <laughs> <laughs> we hiked in to the gorge when they shut down the national park systems during the government shut down that time. Like, oh uh, yeah. Like I think that's illegal. No, was. we literally it got was. dropped <laughs> off in a car and hiked in and then the car came back and picked us up two days later and it was like 26 degrees and two of the guys did not bring sleeping bags. They slept in hammocks. We had well. seven dudes in a five person tent. <laughs> Sucks to suck. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I do think, I mean, I think drinking period is, a, is people use it as a social experience. But I think when you do bourbon, it's like 
It's just different. You're proud of what you have. Like you're proud of your stash, Josh. Like you, you didn't have to drink it tonight, but you're like, hey, come on over, pick which one you like, which one is your favorite. Like you want to show it off. You wanted people to be like, look at like look at all like I know Matt loves that. Like Matt look yeah. Yeah. Matt has like I gotta meet Matt. You do, you do need to meet you think, Matt. Honestly, like, yeah. we need to have an episode and because he's he would be good on the podcast too. Well, Unfortunately, not, they have thinned out their stock in anticipation of possibly moving. Yeah, he probably not, he probably at one point had over two hundred bottles. Yeah. Wait, what's but, Matt's last name? Pew. Oh, we've talked about him before. Never Pug. But uh, he loves like he'll do a tasting for us and he'll like just put like five or six and he'll let you drink it and then he'll. He talks about it, or he'll he'll, give he'll you suggestions. let you give your idea, and then he'll like after that he'll be like, okay, this is what you drink, yeah. this is why I like it, this is what it's like, and it's like you could tell that to him that is just an enjoyable experience to share that with you. Well, there's a reason I keep mine in this room, so we're recording in my record room, where the most I have, bougie thing ever, my record well, room. Look, I love it. I personally. I love vinyl records, so I've got them all in here. I got my booze in here. We got a couch where we can sit. And, and and just chat. And so, you know, that's the reason I put it in here is I wanted people to be able to come over here and we could you enjoy s- records. Together. Next step is we'll just wire the room and go ahead and make this yeah. into the studio. I think I've sat on this. This is the first time I've ever sat Well, no on one this ever couch. wants to come over and listen to records with <laughs> me because totally, I'm the only one into it. I would totally do it. <laughs> you but know it's what? always like, we'll now go that, outside. Okay. Now that we've been through 2020, I will come over and I will sit and like, I will I would listen love to records. To see, we don't have to record it, but I would love to sit and come and drink bourbon and we could like just hang out i'll bring records over hey listen y'all are welcome i've got the moana soundtrack and it's a banger on vinyl i, was, I, I believe that actually i'm not, like unironically i'm going to believe you on that it's, I'm, i promise he it's doesn't better. have it on vinyl i do he does my brother got the uh, do? i have the moana soundtrack on vinyl and we're getting uh, uh little mermaid next wow. my brother got the uh, soul soundtrack on now, vinyl cracker barrel sells them on vinyl yeah, but the, that's only. I mean, my daughter saw him one morning at breakfast and was like, I, "She loves Moana." So, Cracker Barrel is just Rainforest Cafe for old people, <laughs> pretty much. Oh man, that's a that's a good take. I like that take. But if you're on Weight Watchers, Cracker Barrel has a. <laughs> <laughs> is that your uh, tips and bits this week? Tips is and well, Weight Watchers, I, the best, Cracker Barrel vinyl, the best burger to go to if you're on Weight Watchers <laughs> is Culver's, hands down. But Cracker Barrel, no, wait, uh, time out. Oh, whoa, what? look. What? You can eat a like a kids' meal cheeseburger at Culver's okay, with everything okay. on it, all right. all with right, everything gotcha. on it, cheese, lettuce, tomato, mayo, all of it, and fries, and it's like uh, I'll say I worked at a Culver's for like four years nine, in high school, I think it's in college, points. and there's nothing healthy there. It's 19 points. <laughs> well, apparently, Listen. if you're on Weight Watchers, the kids' cheeseburger is. <laughs> it's delicious. I Whoever started Weight Watchers just loved cheese curds. <laughs> it was like these are two points. <laughs> I, I look forward to it. Most Fridays, because that's when we usually go. <laughs> Where are we putting the custard in now? <laughs> Listen, when I worked there, they put it in all sorts of vessels. The oh, hands. Whoa. I hate the word vessel. The best Never part mind. is, I've, it, the, the, joke, the joke didn't land. The we'll turtle Sunday is like 49 points for one, and I get I mean, 32 yeah. points for the day. Is that how that works? Now, uh, you could pull what... I don't know if this would count as one set of points or two sets of points, but there's this woman one time who, when I was worked at, worked at Culver's, she ordered the flavor of the day. And if you've never been to Culver's, there's always a flavor of the day. Yes. It's typically just a custard with different types of candy in it. Yeah. And uh, she ate the whole thing and then brought it back and said there was not enough toppings in it and demanded <laughs> another one. So does that count as like no, I think that five points as, or I ten points 10 for points. the second serving? Okay. That place. 
Josh, what are your tips and or bits this week? Let's see. My tips As and you look bits. through your record collection. I'll be honest. I've looked at your record collection this whole time. I've known one person on that wall. That is the least surprising thing that you could have told me because I listen to weird music. I mean, um, I know the names, but I couldn't tell you a song by most of them. I don't know if I know so, any of these. So there's not a whole I lot of, of new stuff that I'm very into for tips and bits. Lately, I've been rewatching a lot of old stuff that That's I, okay. I tend Mine's to enjoy. Mine's going to be the same. So me and Erica, one of the, one of the best things on earth is Sunday morning watching Discovery Plus and enjoying some 90 Day Fiance single life <laughs> followed by episodes of Fixer Upper until we want to pass out with coffee. It is the best thing on earth and I absolutely love it. I was a little disappointed you didn't say Anthony Bourdain. Well, I love capacity. Anthony Bourdain. Lately, lately we have been on Ugly Delicious with David Chang, one of okay. my favorite shows. If you enjoy any of Anthony Bourdain's work yeah. on No Reservations or Parts, um, Parts Unknown, yeah. then you will love Ugly Delicious. Um, watch some Chef's Table. I'm a big fan of Sean Brock. He's a really Sean talented Brock. chef that lives in Nashville. Can, can we talk about Sean Brock for a second? Yeah, I would um, love to talk about I, Sean Brock. So, Sean Brock is one of those people where I admire him not just for the the work that he has put into his professional career, but also his personal life. Mm-hmm. And um, the, and and his chef table episode is really good. It's one the, of the best. And this is coming from somebody who <laughs> regularly drinks bourbon. <laughs> but for and for somebody to recognize that they cannot go forward in the way that they have been, mm-hmm. and to take it seriously in that way is really empowering and you know bourbon is a part of my lifestyle and i'm responsible with it but it is also i i I find it highly um therapeutic no 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 no. you guys are thinking the wrong thing those are two opposite (laughs) i know (laughs) well i feel like we were we we couldn't tell which direction yeah no i was at the other end of the spectrum here i not influential but um, that that kind of path that somebody yeah. can recognize their shortcomings and then overcome them. I'll say that's something that, that I love that about does. him and David Chang because they're both yeah. very yeah. similar in that yeah. aspect. Yeah. Because what I love is that the thing about food and being a foodie, like I love, I have an obsessive personality. So when I like something, I really like it. So that's why <laughs> I have so many vinyl records. That's why I'm very into cooking and we like yeah. podcasts so much. Food culture, one. podcasts, exactly. And so I, I, what I really respect about David Chang and Sean Brock both is that they're like just watching them talk about food. Cause in Sean Brock's chef's table, he talks about like, see, you know, the, these ancient seeds that have, yeah. Yeah. you know, been grown, hadn't been grown in the South for a long time. And it's just like, listening to someone talk about that and care about something so much is so cool to me. Yeah. That's actually the but reason. I absolutely love it. That's actually the reason I think I like podcasts. And and why I tell people I, I tell everyone that I think everybody has a podcast in them uh, because there is something. Unfortunately, ours was the one we found. unfortunately <laughs> the one that we found was just super weird. Uh, but I genuinely believe that everybody has that thing that they care about, like you know, yeah. like Sean Brock, like really any of the chefs table. Mm-hmm. Watching a chef at that level talk yeah. about food absolutely is it just makes you appreciate life. Genuinely. I just wish there was one thing in my life that I, I knew that much about or was that passionate because, about. Because well, and that's that's what I'm saying is like I, I think everybody has that somewhere. Yeah. And they can like everybody can find that thing that that they they 
talk about and light up. Well, and I think that's what's cool about your podcast and just bourbon culture in general or anything like that that has like there's a dedicated niche that exists just for this thing. We don't fit into any of those, unfortunately. But there's a dedicated uh, you, you could argue that that would make you more successful though. Th- this is true. Exactly. Just, <laughs> there's a dedicated also niche makes it hard for people to find us. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's very also true. true. But um, I just always think that's so cool that people care so much about something that they're that invested in it that they want to listen to a podcast about it or read about it or learn about it. It's just the coolest thing. Sean Brock, and and this is an idea that I've also been kicking around for a while, doing a series of interviews, not necessarily about bourbon, but just about creators that I love. Mm -hmm. He is somebody that I would absolutely love to interview. I would be incredibly jealous if you pulled that off. <laughs> Wait, I, I mean, you're more than welcome to sit in on I the interview. I will gladly sit in. I, I, <laughs> I don't always talk about serial secret, like serial mascots who are he, secret He freaks. can be a civilized I can person. be a civilized adult. I, I would absolutely invite you to be a part of that if, I, if it comes to fruition. But I, I've been kicking this idea around for the past couple of months that I'd like to do. Uh, you know, last year I did the ISO sessions, which was just talking with people that were friends of the podcast and catching up with them, making sure they were doing okay at the beginning of the pandemic. And, um, now I would kind of like to expand that and, and talk to, like I said, creators that I find really compelling and, and that I, you know, I, that's so flattering period. I really appreciate you saying that about us. Ryan, what are your tips or bits this week? (laughs) We were the only ones that were free tonight. (laughs) <laughs> and, and we even were, lucy was busy <laughs> oh man below below man we're just my, low my dad didn't even say yes <laughs> i was gonna say last week was david so <laughs> um well i so I, I anybody who listens to our show knows that i'm a huge fan of D, and i've been re-watching my favorite D show and that is critical role uh, it is a bunch of voice actors that play D and D, and their their current campaign is is something that I'm super invested in, and it's honestly like uh, I don't I don't get to talk about it that much because there aren't that many you know it's kind of a widespread fandom of people that have found them on YouTube and yeah. now they're like this huge company and they're making an animated show, but if you are interested at all in really just I mean, it's a and d show, but it's these these all of these incredible actors that are playing the show. It's, I mean, it's like the ideal D&D situation because they're all voice actors. Um, D&D but, is the perfect gateway to making your own podcast. <laughs> I, genuinely. That's how we started. Um, <laughs> it so, goes. It goes. True crime. <laughs> comedy. <laughs> D&D. <laughs> yep. That's pretty much and it. That's, and that's not on like level of quality. It's just <laughs> volume. It is. It is. The actual play podcast, there's there's getting to be too many. Uh, but if I, I am genuinely like, it is probably the thing that I am most invested in as a fan is the critical role. Yeah. And it's just something I don't get to talk about that much. So I genuinely encourage people to go and check out a couple episodes. If I totally get it, it is not everybody's thing. I mean, every episode yeah. is like three and a half hours long. And a lot of it is like, gameplay you know like it is an actual play show but their you know their second campaign is super compelling the dm is one of the most the best storytellers and most creative minds i have ever seen his name is matt mercer and uh he's he's just incredible and the the way that he can control an entire world in his brain is incredible what's you know i i guess my 
hobbies or my likes, whatever I do, is like, I, I'm really into woodworking. I really enjoy that. And in part of that, I really like content creation. I'm currently rebuilding my garage in the hopes that I can produce my own woodworking like videos to put on YouTube yeah. and content creation through that. That's, that's really cool. But like, we should Joe, make it. Joe being his own editor will be a sight to see. I can't we, wait. I actually, Bo will vouch. I did weekly videos for crew in college every week for three years. Do you think yeah. if I, I'm, I'm genuinely asking you this because I am 100% interested. Do you think that we would be able to build a guitar together? An acoustic guitar? No. Yes. <laughs> if you want to build an electric guitar, 100%. If you want to build an acoustic guitar, like a real acoustic, they're so hard to build. Because, But do bridging. you have experience with building electric guitars? So this year for Christmas, before we moved and I had to lose my shop and to rebuild my garage, the goal was for Rachel to buy components for me to build my own guitar. All right, so that's going to happen. All right, so, no kidding. It's, it's going to be a minute because my shop is that's okay. just a bare floor right now. Basically. That's okay. I, I have, I like, have one plug. That's the name of Joe's YouTube woodworking show. It's going to be a minute. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but, no, um, there's a lot of guys. I would watch this. Uh, th- this is going to be the seminal series of this show. There's there's a lot of guys I follow on YouTube that are – they all make the same projects. But they all do it in such different ways that I feel like I've connected with these guys yeah. and girls. Like, there's multiple girls I watch that – a lot of them have made literally the same projects. Like they've made cutting boards or they've made coffee tables or beds. But it's like one guy, he's really, and he wants to add pops of color. He was a graphic designer and he's really into art. So he tries to incorporate art into these woodworkings. Like one girl is like, I wanted to make this to where my kids can watch my videos and make these projects. And then there's That's one guy really who's cool. like, I love smart things. So it's, he a, tries it's a niche within a niche. So it's like, sure. I feel like I pick so much up from each one of these people who watch. And like you mentioned D&D. Like I really got into podcasting from the McElroys. Yeah. Like I listen to Bim Bam Bam. I don't as much anymore as was I that? used to. Maybe man, my brother, my brother and me. Oh, okay. And then, but like, the, <laughs> it's it, actually, it sounded a, like you you stumbled over a word well, and you just decided that's, that's their acronym. Like, yeah, that's, I, I get it. I get it. But, but uh, the 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 one that really got me is something they call the Adventure Zone. And the first the first also series, yeah. it's called the Bureau of Balance and it's 70 episodes and it's a story. Most of them about two hours long. I've listened to that story through four times. Yeah, same. really, same four times. It's, it is the whole graphic I have all the graphic I have novels. All in my no- office. Griffin McElroy is the to me the single greatest storyteller. He pulled stuff from episode two and had it pay off in episode sixty-eight. It's it, he he like Jeez, he and Matt Mercer. Man. He and Matt Mercer are on a level of like creative that I, it's just hard to comprehend. My wife has no desire to ever play D anD D, but I told her I think you, if you either. give this. A but chance. I want to so badly. <laughs> if you give this a chance, oh, you're going to play D and D. Oh, you're going to play I'm D&D going to. I know That's I'm happening. going to. If you give this a chance, I legitimately think she would enjoy the story because the yeah. story is. I actually think so incredible. I actually, think, I actually have a piece of art in my record room from that podcast. That is a quote. That is a quote from that show. Uh, but I think like, anybody anybody who wants to get into D and D, the Adventure Zone is such a great starting. Start point with Bureau be, because not, not it's graduation. not super hardcore. Like Critical Role is hardcore. D and D, like it is by the book, and and Matt Mercer is like a true DM. 
Griffin Griffin is more telling a story, the first... and it's a lot more narrative based. And it, there's not as they don't really focus as much on the rules, but it right. is so much easier to follow. The first seven or eight episodes, when they're they do there be urbans, they're playing more close to the game, and they're trying to figure out how to do a podcast based on this. But after that, I mean, they they fight on a train. They have a Mad Max style fight where they fight big racers in the desert. It's my favorite one. They Insane. fight in a spaceship that's turned into a pink diamond. Uh, I mean, they just they do all these things, but they make them every one of them. You never question that it's real in this area. And I've had enough bourbon to admit this that that is the only podcast <laughs> I've ever listened to where I cried during I cried. an episode. I've, I've listened to it four times. I've Ooh. cried every time. I, I There are three I've episodes. I've four always, times. I know what's happening. I've cried every there time. There are three episodes, and I'm, you could, we could probably talk about them, but we won't. There are three episodes. <laughs> yeah, we got to wrap this up There soon. are three episodes <laughs> that I always cry in, and I've actually cried at Critical Role as well. It's just good. Man, it's just people like, creating compelling and this is, stories. And this is Dungeons has, and Dragons. Dungeons oh, yeah. And Dragons. He has wrote a movie. This could be a movie like it, a it Lord is. of the Rings by like honestly probably more series. like HBO series like it is yeah it but is I'm saying like awesome. it's Man. Game of Thrones you yeah. have what Game of Thrones is yeah you have that and that's what they built and I mean a lot of it's comedy but it's also oh like, it's incredibly this beautiful funny. story and it's like it's three brothers and their dad and that's who plays anyway sorry that was a long tits of no bits. no no it, it it's okay but like that kind of started getting me thinking about it. like. That's what I love so much about a show like Ted Lasso. Yes. That like that was my favorite show of 2020. It's the best show. And I think hands down it might be the I best show. The, you need to watch it I because I have it. watched I've watched the 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 scene where they're in the pub playing darts. Yes. And if you watch Ted Lasso, you know what scene I'm talking about. I've watched that on YouTube like not joking 10 to 15 times. It gives me chills every time. Yep. Wow. It's so good. Ja- Jason Sudeik is is such an underrated actor performer. He he needed a chance, and I feel like this show has really given him a platform. No, I don't get into TV shows like that. Like I don't. There's very few TV shows you I should. feel like I've ever invested in. Same. But there's a lot of movies out there that like like okay. So Black Hawk Down is not a person, but like that movie will sit down and make me cry like, every time I watch it. If I sit down and watch it. The love that those men have for each other, it will bring tears to my eyes. Like, I actually won an award as the 2005 Youth Leader of the Year for Fayette County by talking about how much I love Black Hawk Down. And wow. What, like, what that We're going to need more details on that yeah. later. I will. Yeah. That's, that's for a... <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, that's so, tell but, me I'm wrong. Story. But, like, there are certain movies that it's like, I see, and it's like, I want... Like, that's how I want my life to... Like, the love, like, guys Air have bud. for each other... <laughs> Um, all that, like, but like, honey, I shrunk the kids. There's movies that I can just go to that place and like, I immediately feel that emotion. Yeah. And that's how, like, like you talked about your thing. Like that's me as movies. Like I still want to do, like I had an episode idea where I give you my entire list of movies. Yeah, we're going to do this. And you all have to pick a movie. You can't understand why I have it and debate why I have it. And then I'll give you the Joe's got a reason. very bizarre collection of that DVDs. That would be a really, I, have, I, I love, like that idea. I that would be a really good 400 DVDs. That'd be a really good on location recording when yes. we can do it. We can do that. When we have equipment. <laughs> Perry can come over and do it with us and bring his equipment. I'm yeah. Thanks, <laughs> <Yes, laughs> Perry. Hire me out. Seriously, you can come over because I have so many DVDs. I don't think you guys will all be able to. You'll all pick something separate and be like, why do you have this, Joe? Seen it. Seen it. <laughs> seen it. Seen it. And I've seen every one of them. So I, I've got two tips and bits this week. I gave myself the ridiculous yet 
immeasurably enjoyable task of completing the original Legend of Zelda um, <laughs> this week. I, In a week? I just mean I started this okay. week. I would like to finish it <laughs> by the end say. of this week. I was like, you really struck a nerve no, there. No, you are not seeing I, your wife or daughter then. I am about to throw my head through the wall. Is this on the original Nintendo or Super NES? I, it's, I mean, it's using the emulator for the original, yeah. the original Nintendo, this but it's on, on my Switch. Switch. Yeah, yeah. I'm but, ready for Ocarina of Time to come out on the Switch, and I'll never see anybody. <laughs> uh, quick tips there. and bits. Shout out if you want to listen to a, a a whole series of podcasts about the which Legend of Zelda is the best one. Go listen to the Besties pod. Ocarina of Time. Griffin Mac- Majora's Mask is better. This is a, okay. This is a debate that they have. <laughs> well, actually, it's Griffin McElroy and Justin McElroy, and they but. and they talk about it. So Besties pod, go check it out. I have no opinion. Fair enough. <laughs> well, I, I'm I'm killing myself trying to finish this this game Don't and it's a game well, I'm not going to but it's a game that came out in the 80s and I like I I have it's that completionist nature yeah, within me mean, where it's like mean. I've got to get through all these games eventually and I just kind of said well we're going to start from the first one we're going to work our way through it that's and how I felt about all the Batman games. I've had to 100 every one of them. <laughs> and those like, are like massive. the Arkham games. I or say those are okay. Massive I thought games. you meant like those the are original like, no, like arcade won, Batman games. Every or, Arkham game. Those are like 85 hour games. Yeah, uh, I've, I've 100 at everyone and Spider Man. Spider Man PS4. I, I just replayed Spider Man. I just 100 I've, I've a beat second it three time. Times. Yeah. If you guys are looking to sell your PS4 to you know support your purchase of a PS5, I will not be buying a PS5 probably. I think if I asked for another console, my wife would. Never mind. I would like a PS5. Do you want one? (laughs) I don't worry about all my games. I would be okay with a PS4. I don't feel the need for a PS5. But yet. Yet. uh, All right. That's a conversation for a different time. Anyway, (laughs) I want to play play Miles Morales. I still only want to play it. I do too. I really want to play it. I also want to play the new Horizon Zero. The campaign's only nine hours, which doesn't really. That's disappointing. I, I, it doesn't bother me. I love a lot. As long as it's got I a good will, story. I will beat that in like a weekend. I, I mean, I, I don't disagree, but as long as it has a good story and good gameplay, I, I mean, it, I need it to last a while. We, we've lost Josh. <laughs> I'm lost. <laughs> I'll bring, I'll bring you back though. Yeah. Um, you more than likely know this guy and I have started to listen to a lot of what he does just purely out of fascination with how great of a musician he is. Mark Rubier. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I have been listening to him nonstop recently. And it's not even a thing where I can be like, oh, you know this one song or, you know, no. that one moment. It's a full body but of work. It really is. And I I want to go see him so bad. He, he is you playing at Bonnaroo. Uh, uh, I thought you were about to tell me you got tickets fall. to see him in uh, Columbus. No, I did year. not. <laughs> That's what we need to do. We need to go to Bonnaroo no. and, and do an episode. <laughs> Just, that just, would be the just, worst just, podcast episode of just all time. Just us standing on the edge of Bonnaroo watching everybody in comedy. No, here's how that podcast would go. Josh would be talking, and Joe and I would be like, who's that? <laughs> no, Josh would be like talking about, like, I think that dude's wearing a thong. Yep, he's wearing a thong. Oh, oh that's Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so free, guys. Did Joe eat that edible? <laughs> Again. It. Again. 
It's day three. No, but, but who he's talking about, you all would appreciate. Okay. You just need to go Doubtful. on YouTube. I promise. I promise. Just go on YouTube, search for him, and watch any selection of his videos. M- M-A-R-C-R-E-B-I-L-L-E-T. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to send that to me. That's I'm, totally fine. I'm, but I'm if anybody's listening and they, they... Just would, a, a shirtless look. man playing a keyboard and screaming. Is that really what he is? It's, more or less. It's much more I finesse than I don't that. like that. No, no, no. It's... You you're ruining it. my tips and bits, Josh. No, I'm just kidding. No. But it, he, he is extremely musically talented. Right. And he loops songs and he will just improv lyrics over top of them. But... Okay, I'll, is, I'll I'll give it a shot. Ryan, do you like the funk? The whole funk, nothing but the funk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about. Just just the funk. Do you like Marshall? You know what Eric's I'm talking like? about? Just a little funk. <laughs> I, I'm gonna be honest. I don't I don't really know. Well, you, you should determine if you like some funk or not, and okay. check out. I, I'm not a huge funk fan. Uh, you're you're gonna change your mind. Okay, I I'll give. It a I shot. promise. I'll give anything a shot. Anyway. I've got a baby. I've got to go get yeah, home. I, yeah. I, think, yeah. I just I got my bedtime reminder. Yeah, I man. Y'all, yeah, y'all got children. I'm just. I'm hanging out in my own house. No do, children. Nothing. Do not have children. Do not have children. What? Or do? It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> I do. No, I, I said do. I do not have children. And she oh, will wake oh, up. Oh, I thought you said do not have children. No, that's like, what I heard too. Well, it sounds do like you, you want. You screwed I up. I do Ryan. not currently have children. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. No, I'm excited about that. One stuck past the defense. Nope. Hey, uh, where can people find uh, you all or the show itself on social media? <laughs> Why did you both look right. at me? <laughs> well, I will do it. You guys can find us at TMIWpod at all of these social medias, TMIWpod.com. Send us all of your concerns and comments <laughs> to TMIWpod at gmail.com. Leading off with concerns. Uh, I mean, that's... <laughs> that's usually what we I get. I mean, it's uh, fair. If that's we're talking about volume Are you guys here. okay? That's the yeah. one question we get. <laughs> uh, especially after our last couple of weeks... Uh, uh, we would be okay with this. That was a Josh episode, wasn't it? <laughs> it's like uh, you can, that's the title of the email. <laughs> the subject that actually might be the next the next title of our episode. This is a Josh episode. We should just do a debate where you all try to come up with a topic. I would yes! pick for the show. What is yes! what is truly going through Josh's mind? Wait, cut mind. this out because we want that. I don't know. I think I kind of want to leave it in. Yeah. We're giving Perry all our good ideas. I know. Uh, I'll give myself a shout out. Uh, find me at. Rye store on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> I think that's what he was asking. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, so, yeah. so personal find, plugs find, as well. Find me. I don't post very much, but uh, when I do, it's uh, witty and fun. Uh, you can find me that's at a Josh. Huge, you just like really set your bar high. Yeah. It's witty yeah. and fun when I, I don't, don't po- post, but it always is. When I, I do. don't post often, but when I do, it's good. It's it's good. Uh, you can find me at Josh Ballard thirteen. I'm not not because I'm a Taylor Swift fan. That's not why I picked thirteen. I always get asked that. But you are. Uh, I am. I do, I am He's a Swifty. But uh, Josh Ballard thirteen on pretty much all the social media. So follow me. I also do not post super often, but when I do, it is witty and fun. Or making fun of myself for uh, the things I was posting on Facebook twelve really? years ago. When my high school girlfriend broke up with me, just for this week's tweet. Yeah, yeah, that's really all you need to do. Joe, why don't you tell people the complicated (laughs) combination of letters and numbers? Hey, Joe, what's your Instagram? My Instagram that I created like ten years ago, what it was, is J O E. Mm -hmm. That's Joe. One two Mm -hmm. eight seven Mm -hmm. two three. Six Joe, numbers. Why, I'm going to change that, but here's the real deal. No, you're not. Here's the real deal. No, actually, we said this week, it. we're going to start slowly <laughs> adding numbers to it and see how long I can get it. Uh, 40 I, you characters can also, or less. 
I I am gonna start trying to re revamp my like woodworking and everything. So if you want to find that, check that out. Big Blue Wood Shop is that what that is? That's my Twitter handle. That's what my Instagram for big for my woodworking side is. Big Blue Wood Shop. Check that out. Um, I'm gonna start really posting there because my shop is finally starting ready to get built up. Joe's mentioned this before. I'll say, like, damn, he, Joe's going solo he, on us. He's also he's also a very, very talented woodworker. He is. He is. I mean, I think I'm okay. I have a beautiful cutting board just over there in my kitchen <laughs> from Joe. I'm probably gonna commission some some shelves from for okay. my daughter. So, and I well, if it's anything I'll, like I'll the shelves guitar. he built, if it's anything like the shelves he built for his daughters, uh, it, it'll be here when yeah, she's three. Yeah. <laughs> You, I, I, it's that just was, a good joke. It's I, just it a is. Good joke. I am slow, and I think part of that is I'm just slow. But I did build a shelf for her room that looks like a tree branch because her room is based on the great. book. The and it took tree. about the same amount of time as how how long it takes a tree to grow. It so probably took longer for right me. The tree probably would have grown faster. <laughs> well, if you want to follow me, I am at prater1492 on all social media channels. If you want to follow the show itself, it's at my bourbon pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can leave us a five star rating and review. On the iTunes podcast app, you can find all of our apparel and merchandise at bourbonshop.threadless.com. Send your questions or comments or concerns. See, I put concerns last because I feel yeah. like that's the thing we should be we talking about. We were mostly impressed by the trance you just went in. We, we, all, were looking, all, we all were looking I've at each other this, like, wow. I've done this it. for 175 He's got the mirror at home, and he's got a picture of his, what he's supposed to say in front of it. And if he nails yeah. it, he crumbles the picture and stares in the mirror at himself. I've got my own dartboard if with my face if on he, it. If he reads it perfectly three times in a row in a mirror, Swan just shows up behind him. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, and doggone it, people like you. <laughs> but you can send them to this is my bourbon shop at gmail.com. Uh, you can send your voicemails to our infrequent barrel ring segment, 859-428-8253. We love listening we, to those. We don't want people to do that on our show. No, you absolutely <laughs> do. They are so much fun. Well, look forward to because you just gave that number to these three people. So look forward, <laughs> look forward to that voicemail. I'm scared of the voicemails people would leave us. Uh, <laughs> I don't want Jeez. voicemails talking about your serial freak. <laughs> I'm apparently also on, not apparently, I am on TikTok at my bourbon pod as well. Um, I've posted two TikToks that are of my daughter. You should really sell. get on that TikTok. I don't know how TikTok I'm, works. I'm working on it. I'm, I, on I'm it. starting to love TikTok. It's, it's good stuff. It's not bad. It's not bad. I, I like Instagram Reels. That's TikTok. Okay. We're not talking to you that's anymore. The same, that's the same, same thing. thing. I don't know how you search on it, Basically. though, but I like it. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel as well, youtube.com slash podcast. I go live every Thursday night. We and might we got be there some, sometimes. Uh, but, but there's a good chance. I don't know. Maybe soon. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> we'll see how Perry feels after our episode comes out tomorrow. I don't know. He I had, think this has been a great he episode hasn't so far. this yet, so he may change his mind after he edits this. <laughs> Also, go support Paige Perry on Patreon. And do, you check- want, do you want me to redo that for you? or yeah, Who's Paige Perry? Uh, all right. <laughs> go check out Perry Ritter on Patreon. I think you're probably going to search This he, Is My Bourbon yeah, Pod. I, 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 th- I think <laughs> that. Well, Perry, I, Perry what would your personal Patreon okay, be? Wow. He will say all the what stuff. Would I'm only, just trying to what give would you put on your Patreon and or OnlyFans, Perry? <laughs> Just go ahead and plug your own. I was a, I was about to plug my own, but you kind of stepped you, over me. Yeah, I was fans. just it's trying fine. to give you an endorsement. People right, do fine. do that on OnlyFans. I think they. Plug I'm, their I'm own. aware. Yeah, but you can uh, find all of our exclusive just content and help support the show at Patreon.com/slash My Bourbon Podcast for as little as a dollar a month. For as little as five dollars a month, you can get all of the bonus content, including the pregame chats. I'm trying to ignore you, Ryan, right now, <laughs> and you dance. <laughs>
Uh, yeah, that's how, you, that's how you became a dad. Right. Patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast. This is time for us to wrap it up. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you to Tell Me I'm Wrong for hanging out with us you're this week. You're, yeah, okay. All right. I almost said uh, you're welcome back to that Subscribe for some reason. And review. All right, stars. we'll see you all next week. But until then, I'm Perry, and this is my bourbon podcast. <laughs> <laughs>